Okay, so today we're looking at Batman number seventeen, the June July issue from nineteen forty three, published in April or May of nineteen forty three. On the cover, we have this. Giant guy in a dark purple raincoat and a dark purple rain hat. Also, dark purple waterproof pants. Standing in the ocean. In one hand, he's got a bunch of ropes, which all tie to boats, which are a lot smaller than him. Even though they seem to be built like very large boats. One even has a steam tower, and he's using his ropes to pull the boats closer to himself. And in the other hand, he's holding a gun, which he's aiming at the boats. In the corner of the cover, we have the bat plane. It's got its ladder lowered, but Robin is flying it. And Batman has climbed down to the bottom of the ladder, and he's using a knife to cut through the ropes that the guy is using to pull the boats closer to him. And this comic is called The Adventure of the Vitamin Vandals. So the comic starts out in California with a fishing boat in the water. They've just pulled up a good amount of something and they're ready to go home. Then we meet the guys on deck and see what they've pulled in. It's a bunch of sharks. They're going to be used for their fins to make soup and for their livers, which contain more vitamin A than any other fish in the sea. I know. Shark hunting is very regulated nowadays, but apparently it wasn't until 2000, which is like 60 years on from this. I thought it was put into place much sooner than that, although I suppose it has been in place my entire life. But these guys can hunt sharks freely, and they're so happy about it. They say they've got 25 tons, and at the price they're selling, they'll get $37,500 for all their sharks. They turn around to drive home, but when they do, one of the guys is like, "You know, we're probably not actually gonna get that money." And the other guys are like, "Yeah, well, with the Phantom Raiders robbing every ship that makes a decent catch, we probably aren't, but we can still hope." So they get out their guns and they all stand facing the sides of the boat. If a Phantom Raider comes up to them on a ship, they're gonna shoot him. One of them says that. Even a dinghy couldn't pull up without being sighted. Even though the guys are watching very closely, it doesn't help them at all because after just a few minutes of watching out towards the sea to shoot anything in sight, they're attacked from behind by the Phantom Raiders. They tell them to throw down their guns and then they lock them all in the cabin. As the guys go in, they're all, "This is too much. After this is over, we're all gonna quit." But inside, they decide they're gonna have to take the boat back. The captain, who has bright red hair and a bushy beard, is very concerned about how the Phantom Rogues got on. But the crew have no idea how that happened. He thinks there must be a traitor, but the crew points out that they were all watching the sea. Then they hurry towards the door to break it down and take control of their ships back from the Phantom Raiders. But when they get through and get back up on the docks, there's nobody there. All the Phantom Raiders were gone along with their sharks. The captain says they couldn't have gone far, and they look out towards sea, but there's just no one there. So they have to go home without a catch.
Like a pall, black mystery hangs over the Jenny Jones. How could the eerie bandits approach across open water and yet escape detection? How could they swarm aboard without being seen? How could they vanish, leaving no trace? Hypothesis? They came in a submarine, so they couldn't be seen from above the water, and then they took all their stolen sharks and swam back that way. Over on the Malibu beach, there are some people who are willing to test my hypothesis for me. It's Bruce Wynn and Dick Grayson. They're on vacation. They're having a good time swimming. But nevertheless, Bruce has got a paper, and when he sees the article about a daring new robbery at sea, he decides that Batman and Robin are going to have to go into action. He says, it's bad enough to rob honest, hard-working fishermen. But our government needs vitamins to keep our soldiers healthy. Let's go. So I was skeptical of this at first because most people can get the vitamins they need just by eating. But actually, it was a big problem during the war. I couldn't find anything specifically about World War II soldiers on vitamin A. But I do know that they had a lot of problems getting vitamin C, which is why Florida is such a big orange producer today. And a lot of the women back in the U.S. also had some trouble getting the correct vitamins. There was some study done that said like 60% couldn't get the correct vitamin A. And there was another study done in the Civil War that was about vitamin A. The troops there also couldn't get enough of it, and it led to night blindness. So yeah, probably pretty important to get the soldiers their vitamin A. Let's go, Bruce. So, within the hour, since Batman's so fast... There are two people applying to work on the Jenny Jones, which is spelled with a Y instead of an IE as it was previously. They talk to the captain with the red beard, and he says that, yeah, he could use some people to work on his ship, since, you know, a bunch of people quit last time he docked. But actually, he is quitting too. So Bruce and Dick are going to have to find another ship to work on, except the red-bearded captain gets called over by his boss. And his boss is like, hey, Captain, we fish brokers are being put out of business by those blasted phantoms. And I've got to have shark livers. I'll give you 2000 for a ton of soup fins. And the captain's like, well, with that much of a bonus, I guess I could go out. Meanwhile, Bruce and Dick have been examining his ship, where Bruce sees a pile of sand on board. He's all, what's sand doing here? Bruce, it's a ship. It docks on the beach. It gets sandy. After the red-bearded captain finishes talking to his boss, he goes back to Bruce and Dick, and he's like, You know what? You are hired. Come tomorrow morning. They're like, Phew, good thing we didn't have to find another ship. Then they go off to enjoy the rest of their day. Hey, guys. Remember when you promised Alfred you'd take him on your next Batman and Robin crime-fighting vacation? You didn't do that. He's gonna be so mad at you. Bruce and Dick clearly are not thinking about that, though. They're more caught up in the case. Bruce says that he finds the pile of sand on the Jenny Jones very suspicious because ship decks are swabbed several times a day when fish are being pulled in. So the sand must have gotten on the deck sometime between when they were pulling up fish and when they came in to dock. He thinks maybe it came on with the phantom somehow. So I guess it wasn't just tracked on from the beach. So the next day, Bruce and Dick, in their disguises, show up to work for the fisher captain. 
Their disguises are slightly different from their normal disguises. Bruce is wearing a long blue coat and a white shirt with a hat instead of a turtleneck. And Dick is wearing yellow instead of red and green. They go out on the boat and then Bruce learns how to fish for sharks. Dick just has to work around the ship. Apparently the way to catch sharks is just to throw your net in the water and hope some sharks swim into it. But it works out really well because a few days later when they come back for their net, it just full of sharks. Bruce is all, say, who made me think shark fishing is a cinch? Hauling in a loaded net is backbreaking work. Wow, and if he says it, you know it's true, because he can lift a lot of weight. They get all the sharks into the boat, and then they start killing the sharks. The captain grabs this big club, one of the other guys working on the boat grabs some spear thingy, and Bruce gets a gun. The captain says they're going to club the sharks unconscious, and then Bruce is going to shoot them. The captain's like, clubbing them usually knocks them out, but not always. And Bruce is like, yeah, and a shark loose on the deck must be a pretty dangerous customer, with skin like number one sandpaper and teeth like young bayonets. Number one sandpaper is just some old 40s way of saying 100 grit. Bruce and the rest of the crew get to killing the sharks, but then one of them gets out of the pile of unconscious sharks. It starts flopping all over the deck, and it heads right towards Dick. He's all, do something, it's coming straight at me. Dick, I think it's just trying to escape. It doesn't want to eat you. But it's dangerous enough, so Bruce turns around so fast, his hat flies off his head, and he shoots it right in the face. I guess his no-killing-with-guns rule does not extend to sharks. After that, all the shark-pulling excitement is over, and now the only potential excitement left is from the phantoms. And just like last time, everybody huddles around the edges, pointing their guns out to sea. Apparently they still think it'll work. One of them says that maybe they won't stop the phantoms from boarding, but they can fill them full of holes. I guess these are different guys from the beginning. So they don't know the phantoms come out of nowhere. But Bruce knows. He's read all about it in the newspapers. So instead of guarding the rails of the boat, he and Dick hide in the lifeboat and discuss what to do next. He's going over everything he knows about the gang. They didn't come from the ocean, and he knows they didn't stow away this time because he's checked all over the ship. And as he goes over what he knows, he sees one of the crew members holding a giant glowy lantern. Dick's all, he's signaling, and Bruce is like, yes. Now, I think we'll see some action. And he's right, because just an instant later, the Phantom Raiders are back. One of the guys goes, I'll show you, but then he's shot. The Phantom guy is all, anybody else got the same idea? And then he hears from behind him, funny, I was just about to ask you that. And he turns around, and it's Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin are really good at beating up thugs. They don't get shot. And they beat him up for like four panels. There's a guy standing on top of the little cabin mocking Robin. He's all, so you're the boy wonder, huh? You're gonna wonder what hit you, boy. But Robin doesn't have to wonder because when the guy jumps down the stairs at him, he just hits the guy with the mop. And then his whole head turns into this red impact splatter with a bunch of stars around it. After that, the thugs are all terrified. They run away. And it occurs to me now that they're all wearing two-piece suits. 
I understand why you'd rob like a store wearing a two-piece suit, especially in the 40s when everyone wore a two-piece suit. But why would you come out on a boat and rob it wearing a two-piece suit? That's ridiculous. Robin doesn't see where the thugs went. I don't know how. They were just here. But I guess it is foggy, so maybe they got lost in the fog. But Batman's able to figure it out. He sees, hanging from above the ship, a rope ladder. And he and Robin climb it. Oh, so it wasn't a submarine. It's some sort of aerial craft. Batman and Robin climb all the way up, and it's a blimp. Batman's all, the sand I found on deck was the ballast they dropped to make their getaway. From context clues, I can assume ballast means sandbag. So Batman and Robin are able to get into the blimp where they beat up the guys even more. What, goes one thug? Say, can't we get away from these guys? Batman just says to throw himself out on the blimp if he wants to really get away. Batman and Robin beat up the thugs for a bit and then they decide they're all gonna charge Batman at the same time. But it doesn't work out because he just pulls out this ladder they were all standing on and trips them. And then they fight even more. Finally, Batman whacks a guy on the head with some binoculars and the thugs realize they're beaten and run away. Batman's all running away. They can't get out of our clutches without jumping overboard. But right before they close the door, one thug goes, Maybe it's you who'll do the jumping, wise guy. And then Batman and Robin realize that they're in the ballast room. They're going to be dropped out of the blimp like a sandbag. And yes, the thugs open the door on them and they fall out and plunge into the water. They must not have been that high up because they're not seriously hurt, but Robin is knocked out. Batman's okay, though, and he manages to get them both to the surface. But when he does, he looks around and sees a shark fin circling them. The sharks have come for revenge, Bruce. You shouldn't have shot them. He's able to find some piece of floating wood to store Robin on. And then he goes down with his knife from his utility belt to duel the shark one-on-one on its own turf. It takes a couple panels of tussling, but eventually he manages to stab it in its soft underbelly. This is actually the second shark Batman has had to kill with a tiny knife. You'd think he'd start carrying something to ward them off. Something like, maybe, shark repellent bat spray. After the shark is dead and Batman gets to the surface, he goes over to the little piece of wood that Robin was on, and Robin's back to being conscious. Robin's all, what happened? And Batman's like, oh, just a mild tussle with a shark. And then he pulls out this flare and throws it into the air. When it explodes above them, it somehow has a bat in it. And because they set up their flare, they're soon rescued by a patrol ship. And they get back to land no problem. After they're dropped off back on land, they figure out that they've actually got in before the Jenny. The patrol ship that picked them up was very speedy. So they're going to wait for it to come back in, and they're going to follow that one crew member, Lefty, who signaled the Phantom Raiders. And that night, after the Jenny gets in, that's exactly what they do. Batman thinks he'll lead them right to the gang hideout. He wants to know more about the blimp. Okay, Batman, but have you considered that this guy might just go home? He doesn't, though. He does go to the gang headquarters, and Batman and Robin are able to follow him. It's a warehouse. Batman says he doesn't get how a blimp could be in there. But they go in without theorizing too much. They're in a hurry. 
But I'm not in a hurry. I can theorize. I bet the roof opens up, just like it did for that auto-gyro in that one comic where they went west and faced the ghost gang. Batman and Robin beat up the security guard. He's so surprised that they're alive. And then they get to look at the blimp. It looks very impressive on the ground. And it's going out real soon, so Batman and Robin have to hurry over. They also hear the thugs say that they're going to pick up the big boss on this job tonight. Batman and Robin manage to grab onto some ropes hanging off the blimp and they go up with it. And indeed, the roof does open. I was wrong about the submarine, but I was right about the blimp. Batman's actually really impressed by this opening roof. He says he can't wait to meet the genius who thought this all up. Then they climb up their ropes into the blimp and they settle in so they can store up energy to beat up the gang when they land. Meanwhile, the captain of the Jenny is again talking to his boss. Unclear if he was able to sell the sharks, but I think Batman and Robin drove the Phantom Raiders away without them getting any sharks, so it looks like he got paid this time. And his boss wants to send him out again, and this time he's coming with him, just to make sure that the Phantom Raiders can't get him. The captain's still a little nervous about that, and he's right to be, because the next second, the Phantom Raiders come down and try to rob them. This must be at least the next day, because they're out fishing again. Even though the Phantom Riders have gone down to rob the ship again, Batman and Robin are still on the blimp. Robin's all, look, they're robbing that ship down there. Let's go get the dirty rats. But Batman's all, in a few minutes, there's just a little job I need to do first. So he finishes up whatever secret plan he's using against the thugs. They go down to the ship and start beating them up again. One of the thugs is all, the Batman and Robin... We didn't kill them after all. And Batman don't. Don't you believe it. We're phantoms. Just like you. No, Batman. It's bad enough that other people think you're a ghost all the time. Don't lead into it. But then Batman and Robin prove they are not ghosts by beating everyone up with various sound effects like bong and ope. And they finish off with clotheslining three thugs with a rope. The thugs are all, oh no, Batman and Robin are just too strong. Let's get out of here. And they run off to where their ladder is supposed to be, only to find their blimp crashing into the water. This was part of Batman's secret plan. He opened the gas valves to let the helium out, and now the thugs are trapped on the ship with no blimp. Well, the grunt thugs may be in Batman's hands, but he hasn't actually figured out who the leader of the gang is yet. Or at least that's what we think, until Batman tackles the captain's boss right under the ground of the ship. He's all, what are you doing? Why don't you concentrate on those gangsters? Oof. And Batman's like, I am. I'm after the head of the mob. You. And then he explains that even though this guy's sailors kept having their sharks stolen, he was still selling plenty of sharks through his regular channels. You'd think it would be cheaper to just hire fishermen instead of fishermen and thieves, but I guess if the fishermen don't bring anything back, you can just pay the thieves, who I suppose must have charged less than the fishermen. So Batman and Robin have caught the vitamin vandals, the phantom raiders, and they're able to go back to their vacation. And the next day, they're out on the beach again. Dick seems to be having plenty of fun, but Bruce is just sitting in a chair with his paper pulled above his head like a tent. 
On it, it says, Vitamin Vandals, Vanquished. Dick Salt, gosh, Bruce, how can you be so lazy with things happening right over your nose? And Bruce is all, a new theory of mine. You've got to soak up energy to sock the enemy. So lie down and take it easy. Yeah, you two get as much vacation in as you can before you go back home and Alfred yells at you again for not including him. The end.